0: There's always that person somewhere in the workplace. They act like they know everything and are critical of anyone who doesn't immediately bow to their advice like it's gospel. They're also the same person who winds up complaining that they can't seem to advance in their career and eventually quits when it becomes obvious that they'll never get anywhere in the company. It happens in every field from cubicle spaces in office buildings to coliseum stages with world-class musicians. Welcome to the Just Dumb Enough podcast, a show that acknowledges no one is always an expert by dispelling misconceptions with real experts. I'm your host as always, Colton Petrie. My guest today is Taj Shotwell. Taj has been an educator for most of her life and has begun to channel that energy towards helping young people learn from the mistakes of the rich and famous. And that's the core lesson to take away. Learn from the failures of others. There are so many out there who have screwed up so spectacularly that they've become known at least in part for those mistakes. We as humans have the ability to take that information in and use it to avoid similar pitfalls in our personal lives. Being entirely honest, I struggled keeping this interview on track. It's probably one of the shortest I've done, and it ends pretty abruptly when my guest just has nothing left to say. You'll hear at least one portion where the response to my statement was a single word that wasn't even really near the mic. But still, there is some useful information in here that I hope can help people in their professional lives. I also had a listener correct me on my episode count... The trailer is in fact not an episode despite the effort that went into it. So the next episode is actually episode 100. I promise I'm trying to do something extra special for all of you. In the meantime, if you're an expert in anything at all and want to share, email dumbenoughpodcast at gmail.com or send me a message on any of the social media pages for now. Let's see how we can learn from failures. Welcome to the show, Taj Shotwell.
1: Hello, Colton. Thank you for inviting me.
0: Yes, thank you so much for coming on the show. Why don't you introduce people to who you are and what you do?
1: Well, I'm Dr. Todd Shotwell, and I am an educator and a songwriter and a—you name it. I have many hats on my head. I carry, and then I. uh, But my favorite is this professional development for young people. And I started off in business. I was an accountant. I moved to California and. I started school there. I had a a child and I was single and I just love helping people. So I found a way to go back to school, but it was pretty difficult. I had to work also. I worked as a bookkeeper and, and anything in the accounting. So I finally got my accounting degree and then after teaching and working as an auditor and accountant, I began to do research. I wanted more education, so I got my MBA. Then I went on to my doctorate. And the reason why I wrote this book was to help the people that were suffering uh, in their profession.
0: Yeah, and that's great. I mean. Like you're making a conscious effort to help people and you're kind of using, you're using the wisdom of people who have failed out there and you're taking their examples and kind of helping to build on that for people, you know, moving forward.
1: Yes. But thank you. I, I really try to help them in a way because there are so many things that we don't understand and we assume we do. So I developed this book to really help people as young as 13 years old who are in any profession in many ways, you know, sports, entertainment, anything. So, And, you know, you realize that you may have fantastic school counseling that would tell you how to get a job. But there's nothing out there that tell you how to act or behave or have a, add a, a good attitude about what you're doing and how to maintain yourself after you get the job. So this is to help those so that they will not fail in the career that they really, really love.
0: Yeah, and that's really hard because, I, I mean, I remember being that young vaguely at this point I remember it but you know you're kind of like looking around like what is the what career do I want to get into what do I love doing what is going to pay me and it's a really like kind of turbulent time is there a good way to kind of that you at least recommend trying to help them find what their calling is or what the right career path might be
1: well once they identify what they want. First they are going to go in and believe me, I know this because I changed my major from nursing to business and my daughter changed hers about three times before she decided what she wants to do. But it's important that you know your skill and your capabilities and learn what you love. You know, you may go into a profession just because maybe your brother did or your daddy did or your mother did. You know, but you have to really analyze yourself to figure out what you can do best, and those skills are very important. So you don't you remember the time that mom would take us to school, and after she picks up pick us up, we end up at a extra curriculum activity. Maybe it's dance, maybe it's music, maybe it's uh, sports or anything, but you're really into it, right? And you love it. Well, that could become the person's livelihood because they love that particular part. And you know, you could take them to the best schools, and 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 they could really love what they're doing. And sometimes it disappoints mama and daddy to figure out, oh. Well, I did take him to these rehearsals in um, practices, and this is what he wants to do. But it's really up to the individual. And I have had cases where people did change their majors.
0: Yeah, and I mean, we do that as adults too, right? Like there's, I'm mm-hmm. sure, lots of studies out there that say, you know, most adults don't stick with one career. You know, they start one career and then after a couple of years or after a decade they decide like this isn't working for me anymore and so they end up switching and is that do you think harder when you're older than when you're younger because when you're young you have a lot of time to kind of figure it out but when you're older you kind of have the resources i guess to restart
1: that's exactly correct because i have i'm in my third career you know i this is what i call my third career the first was accounting, then it was, you know, education, and now it's writing and speaking or, and things like that, but right. I never stopped working, you know, even after retiring from the university, you know, I just stop, you don't stop working, you know, I just feel that if I stop, I die, <laughs> you know, but I have this interest, this creative interest all the time to keep moving and keep being creative and and to help others. So it's uh, very important that you test your skills, you know, always test your skills about what you want to do and, and not worried about what others want you to do because you will have to live with your choices.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's an important point because once you make these choices and you really dedicate to them, which is what you're supposed to do, right? Like make your choice, stick to it, work hard. But if it's something that ultimately you don't enjoy, like you've put yourself back into a situation where you're going to be doing this whole thing over again because you didn't really like look at what you enjoy or what you're passionate about. You just like, yeah, that sounds good. And then you jumped into it. So what's like the biggest mistake when you see people doing all of these things? What is the most glaring one that you see where you're like, oh, no, that's the problem?
1: Well, first of all, it's the behavior. Behavior, because a lot of people do not have self-respect. You have to maintain self-respect and be accountable. For your behavior. And a lot of people don't do that. And that it will lead you to fail. It would hinder your careers. And also, you have to develop a self uh, confidence to project a positive attitude and a professional image in any environment. So I would say, behavior is number 1. Uh you have to maintain a good behavior because it will manifest a good image. And to maintain a good image, you're going to have to be careful about social media, you know, because you can give erotic be- Pictures on there, or say erotic things. So you don't want to put yourself in that position to have a bad image. Because once you have a bad image, people won't care what your behavior is. You know, they'll just see your they see your image and they ignore you or move on. You know, because there are certain stations. You know, you can look on television and you can. Look at a person, and if you see the person, you either click it off or turn the volume up. So I suggest that we always maintain your behavior, image, but most importantly, not to overspend. You know, because overspending, let's say that you get a big check for doing some work and you it's a check that you have never received before is way beyond the your means that you have ever had you know it's just a lot of money well there i think there are five things that you should really consider before you spend a nickel and the first thing of course would be your income taxes, both federal and state, they need to be paid up front. Don't you know if you receive anything as of 2023, the the tax bracket is going up to 37% for anything over $400,000. So, and then there are some states who charge up to 5%. So you're 40% there. But if you keep records and uh, adequate records for our uh, deductions, then you will get some of the money back, of course. But you also need to make sure that you pay your affiliation fees. Now, affiliation fees are anybody that have help helped you, like your manager, your agent, your Union dues, things like that. You these what I call your affiliation fees, and you also need to pay off your outstanding debts before you create new debts. Pay off the old ones first, so you don't get in trouble. Then you need to check out what or how secure your job is. Check your job security because. That may be your last check for a long time, you know. So you need to consider that. Then ask yourself, why you're spending? Is it something you want or is it something you really need? Now, if it's something you want, who are you trying to impress? You know, is it if it's not necessary? So, are you impressing someone and why? Think about it. So those are the things that I feel that you should consider in professional development to succeed in your career. And that is your behavior, your image, and overspending.
0: Well, I mean, there's a lot to say on the spending aspect where, like, you could win the lottery and most people that win the lottery end up broke. Because they just like, they now have this amount of money they've never had, and they stretch themselves way beyond their means because they're looking at the amount and they're like, well, I have $10 million, I can do whatever I want. And then abruptly realize that $10 million does not go as far as they in fact thought it would.
1: That is so true.
0: And I would say the same kind of thing applies when you're looking at, you know, your image, right? because yeah. if i apply to a job that i am the most qualified person in the world for but i show up dressed as batman like unless the job is a screen reading for batman they're probably going to turn me down cuz like the image i'm presenting is not the person they want for the job
1: yes you're right i i, I agree with you you know but other than that spending there are so many other errors you know they end up filing bankruptcy you know and so that is so much harm you could do that your credit is already run so i believe that a person should avoid these mistakes and uh to succeed in their career because filing book Bankruptcy or going to jail for not paying your taxes. You hear about this all the time, you know, and and are getting, going to jail for erotic behavior. You know, people have gone to jail for that and have lost their livelihood and have had a wonderful career, but somehow they made the mistake in their behavior and they have to be accountable for it
0: when it's kind of about having you know a measured uh, self-control you can kind of be whoever you want to be in private but if you take that private activity no matter what it is and you bring it public somebody's going to have something to say about it
1: Yeah. That is so true, and and you're gonna pay for it, eventually. No matter how much money you think you may have, or how popular, ah, uh, you are, and you think you may get out of it, it's not gonna happen eventually. It, it's gonna run your career.
0: Absolutely. So, what other mistakes do you see out there? Like, what are you know some examples, or just other activities that you see that also like lead to the downfall of these professionals
1: well we mentioned uh most of them and you know there are people who have died broke after years in their profession and they end up broke 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 so you don't want that
0: yeah i mean that happens to some people who make you know more money than any Standard citizen makes like some very famous people have wound up very broke at the end of their lives. And that speaks to just how easy it is to, you know, to make these mistakes and to lose that all.
1: Right. So true.
0: So, what is your recommendation for people that might be listening and they want to change their careers right now? Like, what steps should they take to move forward out of their career and into the next one?
1: Well, I would tell them this. The right job is going to find you as long as you have the right attitude and behavior and you've been well prepared. But I suggest don't go into any job thinking you know it all and demanding things. Because after all, they hired you. So go in there humble. So if you have better ideas, bring it to the company as a question. Oh, I have some ideas. May I share them with you? Don't demand that they perform or act on your just on your idea. So go in humble and always remember that It's very important to be also learned from professional development. And I'm going to tell you what's the most important two things that the employers are going to look for, and that's punctuality and dependability. Now, they're hiring you because they depend on you to complete a task within a certain time and they expect you to get there on time so you have to keep those things in mind so that you can at least keep your job you know so but the your job you're going to find the right one you're going to find the right one the goal the hardest thing is keeping it and so keeping that right attitude the right attitude and behavior will also help you towards the success in your career.
0: Yeah. And I will say alongside that, like being humble when you get this job, the other thing that you can do when you're new at the job, as long as you maintain being humble and don't come in like, you know, everything yes. you are brand new to the the company or the job or whatever it is you're working in. Those are the people I have seen with the best recommendations for changes that the company can make because they're seeing it for the first time. They don't have this like lens on that. Everyone who works there does where they see it and they're like, that's how things are done. The new person can walk in, see this thing and see an opportunity for improvement. And as long as you approach that from like, Hey. I know we do X thing, but have we considered it doing a different way like this? Like that, you know, boosts your your image at work, and it boosts how much people are going to depend on you in the future, and it, it makes you look really good, and that's something you can do fresh from the start because that's who I see it from the most. Very
1: good. Good. You're ahead of the game. <laughs>
0: It's just one of those things that I think I see every time I have taken a new job or at a new workplace, even if it's the same job I did before, it's always the newer people that see, you know, these kind of ingrained behaviors and just look at them a little differently than the rest of the people. So I think that's like something really easy. If you are new into something that you can do, just keep a good attitude about it. Because if you come at it, And you're like, well, I know that this will change and this is going to be better and you're doing it wrong. Like they're going to shut you down really quick and (laughs) may not want to keep you there.
1: So true. Always be humble. And, and they will know how smart you are. You know, you can just give them pieces at a time because they will know how intelligent you are. You don't have to you know, tell them how intelligent you are because they will know just by the way you do things and where you share things and where you speak and and deal with things, you know. so um uh, go I always tell people to go in humble. Mm-hmm. Good idea,
0: yeah, absolutely. And you know, I, I have talked to people in the past personally where they say, like, I feel really underqualified for this job. And I will tell them, look, there's a reason they hired you. Because you were not the only candidate that applied to this job. They looked at a pool of people, saw what you had written or how you talked in your interview, and they said, this person has something of value. So if you feel underqualified, maybe a little, but there is something that you're bringing to the table that this employer wants from you. They see it and they're like, this is good. I want to keep this person for a reason.
1: Right. I agree.
0: All right. Well, um, if people are looking to kind of learn more from you or buy your books or find you anywhere else, where can they find you?
1: Well, they can find me at Shotwell at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Yes,
0: thank you for being on the show.
1: I really appreciate it.
0: Do you feel more informed having listened to this episode of the Just Dumb Enough podcast? If so, please take a brief moment to rate the show five stars on iTunes, Spotify, or Audible. If you really liked it, remember to subscribe for more episodes and check out the 100-episode backlog I've now built up. Let me know what you'd like to hear by reaching out and emailing me. Dumb Enough Podcast at gmail.com or send a message on any of the show pages like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or wherever else. I'm always looking for new topics, guest ideas, and questions from the audience. That is it for today. I will see you all Monday for episode 100. Bye bye